This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 21. In today's episode, we are talking about new beginnings and how to release the past, renew your mind, and reset and refocus your intention for the new year. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. I am so excited about this podcast because I created it especially for you to help cultivate your heart as a wife. Whether you are preparing to become a wife, whether you are a new wife and desire to thrive as a wife, or you are a seasoned wife and really need encouragement staying a wife, this podcast is for you. And I just love being able to share my experience as a woman, as a wife and a mom, and just the many adventures in marriage. And so thank you so much for not only joining us, but if you are new to our podcast, welcome to our family. So grateful that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe, I love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much for consistently and constantly listening to this podcast each and every week for applying the tips, the techniques, the strategies, and the aha moments to your life and sharing them with other women in your tribe. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode, we are talking about release, renew, and reset for the new year. And it's going to be a real conversation on how to do these things as we exit one year, moving into a new year. And it doesn't even have to be one year to another. It could be one day to another, one situation to another, one moment or one hour to another. We always have the power and authority to release, renew, and reset in any instant, at any moment, all we need to do is make the decision. So let me start first with release. Releasing requires identification. It requires uh, you to identify what needs to be released. You, it's, it's important for you to recognize that whatever you're needing to release is something that has attached itself to you, that you are holding on to, that has become a weight or a burden in your life, and that you need to let it go. So when you want to release something, we can go small or we can go deep, right? So something small could be an offense where you're, you know, I know I'm very tone sensitive. So when my husband, Adrian, may say something to me in a specific tone, it can take me there. And so that is something that may be small. It has definitely been big and deep. But if I, if it's something that, you know, he had a bad day or he's sleepy or tired and he snaps at me over something small, it is something that I can release very quickly, right? That I can be, I can literally identify, oh, he's tired or, oh, he didn't sleep last night or, oh, he had a bad day at work or, oh, he's frustrated or whatever it is. And I can simply just, 
let it go, release it. I do not have to hold on to it. I do not have to carry it with me. I do not have to allow it to ruin my day, okay? So it can start small or it can be deep where we are having to now do the work to release the lies or the experiences that have really changed us. So one of the things that I do with my 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 coaching clients is I help them walk through a process where they are having to confront their baggage or really confront the lie. So there is many, there are, there's one moment or there may be many moments in your life that have broken your heart and they've brought great disappointment. And what happened during that situation or circumstance or event or experience in your life when life broke your heart you decided something as a result. You made a decision about yourself, about that person, about life, about a, you know, your overall perception shifted during that moment when life broke your heart and you made a decision as a result. So I'm going to give you an example. There are many things that, you know, let me just back up a little bit where, you know, we were born, we were created out of love. God created us out of love. He created us out of truth. So when God created you out of love and truth, that's how you came into the world. And then you had an experience that potentially corrupted that truth and change the definition of God's love. Stay with me. So we don't know if it was early, very, very early on in your life. You're, you're a child, you're a toddler, you're a young child, you're moving to, you know, adolescence, whatever, whatever that, that tape that you play in your mind over and over and over and over and over again. Most likely that if you go to the root of when that took place, that is one of the incidences that I'm referring to where life broke your heart, whether it was somebody when you were in middle school or high school, you told someone that, oh, I think you're cute. They laughed at you. They made a joke um, about you. They told their friends and it brought shame. It brought guilt. It brought rejection. And now as a result of that incident, you told yourself that no one would ever think you were cute or no one would ever like you um, you know, romantically or whatever the situation could be. It's a, There's a gamut of them. There's so many. Um, I'll give you one of my examples. When I was young, I don't remember how young, but I'm thinking middle school is when um, I had my first encounter with someone who said, wow, you're pretty for a dark girl or you're pretty to be so black or I'd never seen a pretty black girl before. Okay, so what that incident that which may have been innocent, I don't know, but what that incident did is it the the decision that I made as a result of this experience was that my skin color was not beautiful, that my color and who God created to me be me to be was not 
beautiful. And I made that decision as a result of that experience. And it changed my life forever. So we all have a situation, a circumstance, a, a, an experience that we had that changed our lives forever, whether we know it or not, whether we we've suppressed it or not, whether we've had the courage to go back and confront it or not, there's something that has taken place in your life that has changed the truth of who God said you are. And you have now believed a lie. Okay, deep breath in. Whew, this is a big one, right? And so I have believed the lie that my skin color was not beautiful because of an experience that I had when I was a child. And I struggled with it for probably two decades before I really got to a place where I realized that I am beautiful because God made me. I'm not, I'm not beautiful because, um, or I'm not, not beautiful because society may say I'm not, or, you know, my teacher may not think I am, or this person may not think I am. That has nothing to do with it. I am beautiful because God made me. And it took me until 30 to start the process of really understanding that. And so I want you to, in this process of releasing, I want you to confront your baggage. I want you to confront that situation, that circumstance, that experience that you had where that moment in life where life broke your heart and brought great disappointment. I want you to identify what that is. And then I want you to identify what you said or what you decided about yourself, about others and about life in that moment. So giving you just even a little deeper example to what I shared about that experience in my life where someone said something to me along the lines of, wow, you're pretty for a dark girl. And what I decided is that dark was not pretty, dark was not beautiful, and that I would experience rejection as a result of my color something that I could never change. Okay, so I want you to even see the depth and the how deep this is and how the enemy used something that someone said to try to steal, kill and destroy my life. Because I know that the enemy has tried to do that in your life as well. And so I want you to identify what that is. And what did you decide about yourself, about others and about life? So what I told myself and what I decided about me in that moment is that I was not beautiful. That's what I decided. And I decided that I not only that I was not beautiful, but that I could never be because I couldn't change my color of my skin. How deep is that? How deep is that? Right. And so what did I tell my what did I tell myself or what did I decide about others? And so I decided about others that they would not see me as beautiful, that that I my appearance to them would not be accepted as beautiful. Now, this is something that took place when I was very young. Right. 13, maybe 14. And then what did I tell myself or decide about life? That and what I decided in that moment was that I would be rejected because of my skin color. And even in this moment, even though I've done a lot of the work 
through in getting to really the understanding of truth and that I am beautifully and wonderfully made, that God created me. And that's why I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. But even though I do, I did the work for that, there's still like this, wow, 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 how much the enemy stole from me, how much joy he stole from me and how that the lie that he used someone else to sow in my life, how it showed up in my life so magnanimously is like, wow, 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 wow. And it's nothing but the grace of God that that really brought me to a place of of really acknowledgement of awareness, of recognition to what lie I had believed for so much of my life, of my young adult life, that he moved me to a place of renewing my mind. So after you, you release, after you make the decision to let go of the lie, to let go of the past, to let go of the, what you believed yourself to be, which was a lie. Once you get to that place of releasing that, you've now got to replace it with the truth. So now you are moving into the process of renewing your mind. And let let me just talk about what does renew, what's the definition of renew? Renew means to resume after an interruption. Oh, that is so good. So if God created you out of truth, out of love, and the experience came in and, and interrupted the truth, it interrupted love, God's love, right? Then we have to now we've identified what that was. We now have to renew. uh, We have to renew after the interruption. Honey, that is so good. We've got to renew out after the interruption. So the interruption was the experience that sowed a seed, uh, sowed that seed, that lie into your life that you now believed that corrupted the truth of who God said you are. So now we are renewing, we are resuming and renewing after the interruption. So another definition of renew is to reestablish, to make new, to repeat. So we've got to reestablish the truth in our lives. And in order to renew our mind and reestablish the truth in our mind, what do we have to do? We've got to study the truth, right? We've got to refocus. We've got to resume after the interruption. We have to go back to what God said in the beginning when he created us out of love and truth. We've got to study God's word and, and understanding what he said, who he said you are through his word. Because one of the things that God did that I believe is so powerful is, you know, God is a God of integrity. He has, he's, his level of integrity is, is at the, at the max, at the utmost. And so the, what he has spoken manifests, what he says comes to pass all the time, 
every time, immediately, without fail, right? And like, so that's just the principle. That is a spiritual law. So when he said, let there be light, boom, there was light, right? There was no hesitation. There was no next week, two days from now. It was immediate. So that is who God created us to be, to manifest truth. But if we don't believe the truth, how can it manifest in our lives? It can't. So we've now have to renew our mind, renew our mind with the truth. We've got to release the lie. We've got to identify the lie first. We've got to release it, let it go, uh, take authority over the lie, remove it from our life and now renew and renew it with the truth and understanding of who God created us to be from the beginning. And so in order to do that, we've got to do a couple of things. We've got to study the truth, right? One of the stories that I hear all the time that I love, 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 love is um, where, um, you know, we have real money and we have counterfeit money. Now, the people who make the money and study money, how they don't study the counterfeit. They don't study the counterfeit. They don't study the lie. They study the truth. So they are, they study the truth of what the dollar looks like, the $5 bill, the $10, the 20, the 50, the hundred. They study that backwards forward. They know it inside out. They know it upside down, backwards and forward. They know the color. They know the size. They know all of that. They study the truth, the real dollar right? Or the real bill, whatever bill it is. So when the counterfeit comes, ding, 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 they can identify it right away. This is the wrong color. This is the wrong size up. Oh, the five doesn't look like this. The 50 doesn't look like this. The man doesn't look like this. This is the wrong. This is a lie. So they're able to identify it, but they are only able to identify the lie because they know the truth. Hello. So when you study the truth, when you study the truth of God's word and who he says you are, when the lie comes, you're going to be like, get behind me, Satan. Shut up, devil. You better shut your mouth right now because you know the truth and you know when the counterfeit comes, you're able to identify it. You're able to take authority over it, cast it out and, and not allow it to even penetrate or enter in to the the truth of who you know yourself to be. Now, renewing your mind takes time, right? It takes practice. It takes, um, it, it takes an, an intention because, because you were born out of love, you were born out of truth. It, it did take some time for you, for the the lie to take root and really corrupt the truth of your understanding, right? To, to corrupt the understanding of truth in your life. And so by renewing your mind, it's going to take discipline. Renewing your mind is going to take practice. Renewing your mind is going to take intention. And so as you renew your mind, this is the process of development that God is, is really 
desiring from you in order to manifest the the promise, right? And so let me just explain what that means. Because when literally from when we understand that, that God, everything that God shows us, the things that he 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 promises us and he shows us through his vision and his word. Uh, we t- Lots of times we think that we're waiting just for God to manifest it. And we're just like, twiddling our toes and fingers, like waiting for God to do it. But but really, he's waiting for us to do it. He's waiting because he's done everything already that he's promised us has already given. He's already given to us. Right. So nothing can thwart the purposes of God. However, we can delay them. We can delay the promises by not aligning with his truth, not understanding the power of of not only knowing his truth, but also speaking his truth and doing his truth in our lives. And so when we align ourselves to do that, then that our minds are renewed, the manifestation happens and we experience his promises. So it's 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 a patience there's a patience that's necessary in enduring the process of of God growing and developing us to in this process of renewing our minds so once you identify the lie you want to search for the truth in God's word so for me when i believed that my skin color was not beautiful. I searched God's word for where does God say I'm beautiful? So I found in Psalm 139, 14, Lord, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And that is a scripture that completely changed and renewed my mind around me initially believing the lie that I was not beautiful. I would say the truth of that word, the true Lord, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That's Psalm 139, 14. I said it over and over and over again. The days that they would, it would come up where I would not feel beautiful or, or somebody would say, wow, you're pretty for a dark girl. I would say that scripture immediately out loud to the, over that situation and circumstance. And when I started that process and I started their journey of renewing my mind, I would, sometimes I would say that, that truth one time a day, sometimes it would be 150 times a day, depending on how much the enemy had me believing the lie. And I promise you, it has, it renewed my mind. I cannot, it's hard to even explain how I used to see myself to now how I see myself when it comes to that the lie versus the truth. So I believe wholeheartedly 100% that the Lord is his works are wonderful, that I am beautifully and wonderfully made, that he knows that I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. And I know I'm beautifully and wonderfully made, but it took the process of renewing my mind, which takes patience. And so that's one of the things that I want to 
want to just make you aware of is that in this process of renewing your mind, it's going to require you to be patient. It's going to require you to to not revert back to the lie because it's comfortable to not run back to believe in the lie because it's easier because it's become a part of who you think you are or who you think or what you believe about yourself It's become a part of that part of you. And so letting go of it is uncomfortable. Letting go of it may be difficult and challenging, whatever. So whatever the lie is that you believe, it may be a challenge for you to let go of it because you, it's because it's been a part of you for so long and you believed it for so long. So it's easier to revert to the lie in this process of renewing your mind, right? And so as you renew your mind, It's important for you to be disciplined. It's important for you to discipline yourself to to continue to speak truth, to continue to speak truth over your over the lie. Okay, so when the lie comes up, what do you do? Speak truth out loud. God's word. You, that's why it's important now to find the word, find God's word, his truth that you can meditate on, that you can speak at every single time this thing comes up for you, right? And so whatever that is, I want you to to speak God's word in in spirit and in truth and in and with and verbal verbally, because the power of life and the power of death is in your tongue. So it's in what you say. It's in what you say. The power of life and death is in your tongue. So you need to speak life, which is truth, right? So when you speak truth in your life, then it's the lie has no choice but to disappear, but to be replaced, but to be, so it's, I mean, the, the your mind will be renewed in this process. But again, it's going to take patience. So it's important for you to be patient, because without patience, you cannot receive God's promises. You cannot receive his promises. And so, you know, oftentimes, and I know I've been guilty of this, where if God reveals something to me in my life, and if, if I'm not ready, guess what? It's not going to manifest because God's waiting for me to develop to be able to receive the promise. Right. And so if I feel like, you know, I'll give you an example for people who are still single and you desire to be married more than anything, anything you're constantly thinking about it. You are the burden of loneliness is just too much to bear. And you are just you're tired of being by yourself. Right. So now patient, this is where patience comes in. If you are not patient in this process, what's going to happen? You are going to try to bring forth the promise that God gave you in your own power. Hello. And so you are now everything from dating people that you know you're not supposed to be dating which may in turn 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 into marrying someone that you should not have married because you were trying to bring forth the promise of God, which he said you were going to get married, 
but you were like, you were tired of waiting. So you were like, you know what, God, I'm gonna get married. And it's going to be to the next guy that comes through the door (laughs) who's pursuing. And as a result, you not only married the wrong person, or you might have dated the wrong person, and you've experienced those things that you didn't necessarily have to experience out of being impatient. Oh, I know. I know that hurts. That hurts. I know it hurts me saying it because I have been on the receiving end of of doing something out of impatience. And it's cost me greatly. It has cost me dearly. It's cost me money. It's cost me heartache. It's cost me bad. You know, literally it's it's cost me. It's it's been too expensive, too costly to step out of the will and the timing and the process of God to do it in my own power. It is not worth it. But unfortunately, so many of us have to go through it ourselves to really learn that, right? To learn that. And so it is going to require this renewing of your mind is going to require you to be patient, to not get out of order, to not get out of alignment with what God is doing and developing in you so that in the process of renewing your mind and manifesting his promise, you are be you are being patient, you are being held accountable to be patient, and you are living in a place of faith and belief and trust and and trusting God's truth in your life. Make sense? Great. Now we move in from releasing to renewing to resetting. Okay? So resetting, refocusing is where we have the opportunity to be very intentional in resetting not only our mind, but our mouth and our words and our actions. So we can reset our intention to perceive, to act, to believe, to express, to communicate differently, right? So we've got to reset very with, with intention a a new way of operating in our lives. Now, like I said earlier in the episode, it can be something that's very small to something really big, right? And so if we're doing something where, you know, like my husband offended me with his tone. And so now I've released it. And um, I renewed my mind in that, okay, he didn't mean it, because there are some other things going on. If he's you know, sleepy or, you know, his, he's preoccupied or frustrated, right? So I've offered him grace. And now I've moved into a place of resetting the, just resetting the atmosphere, even resetting the intention. And so where I could have allowed his tone to create distance, to create a wedge, to create um, a barrier between us, I didn't because I released it. I renewed my mind and okay, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, give him some grace. And then I just reset my intention. So in that process, I may go sit next to him or get close to him or give him a hug and say, babe, you know, it, sounds, it seems like you may need a hug. Was it a tough day? Are you okay? Is something going on? And at that point, he may say, oh, yeah, babe, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it's been a rough day. And then he, we have a conversation about it. But I did not allow this 
situation, circumstance to totally ruin my day, take, spill my, steal my joy, and then actually cause an effect between the two of us because I moved through this process very quickly. I moved through, through release, renew, reset my intention very quickly. And so that is a very quick and easy way to do it. Now, if you're talking about something that's a little deeper rooted and you're having to spend a little bit more time with it, now you are talking about resetting resetting your mind, right? You've renewed your mind and now you've reset your intention. So with my example of not believing that I was beautiful because of my skin color, renewing my mind and believing 100% in the truth of God's word and that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I now move into that space of resetting my intention in the way that I perceive the world, the way that I walk in the world, the way that I live, breathe, act, speak, do Christy in the world. So when I reset that intention, uh, let me just explain a little bit of how that looked. And so when I started believing the truth that I was beautifully and wonderfully made, it was very interesting how other people's conversation about me and my skin color completely changed. It completely shifted. And so instead of people saying, oh, wow, like like something was wrong with me, right? Oh, wow, you're pretty to be dark. People started saying, wow, you are beautiful. Oh my gosh, you are gorgeous. Wow, you are stunning. It was wild, right? So when I renewed my mind and I was 100% confident in who God created me to be, that I am a beautiful black woman, I started, I reset my intention in, in walking, perceiving, living as the truth of who I am. And it was met with confirmation of that truth. It was met with a confirmation like, oh my gosh, you are so pretty. Oh my gosh, you are gorgeous. You're, you're beautiful. Wow. Like it was met with the truth. It was confirmation of God's truth because I believed in his truth and I walked in it fully. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, lady, please get this. Please hear me. When you walk, when you think, believe, and act, speak 100% truth, it manifests in your life. You are met with the truth of who you are. You are met with the truth in what you say. You are met in the truth of how you act, how you believe, what you, what you speak. It is met. You are met with it on a regular basis. And the reason why things are not manifesting in our lives is because we are not walking in truth. Make sense? I know, deep breath in. Yeah, this is a big one, especially for some bigger issues in our lives. It can be very, it can be daunting because And I think it's only daunting because we didn't, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to operate 
in truth because we've operated so long in the lie. And so I say that to encourage you to be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself as you walk through this journey and this process of releasing, renewing, and resetting your intention to become everything that God says that in his word about you, the truth is something that's constant. The truth never, ever, ever changes. And so if your goal is to pursue truth, to study truth, to seek truth, to, to think truth, to understand truth, to, to speak, behave, to confess, to walk in, to step up in, to, to pursue, to be truth, to become truth, guess what? Your life will never be the same because when you align with the truth of God's word and who he says you are, it manifests in your life in every single area. Ooh, this is so good. This is so good. And I just am believing and declaring that every single person that listens to this podcast, to this episode, that that it will usher in breakthrough revelation and, and knowledge for you to understand the truth of who God's created you to be so that you can walk in it fully. And so what you believe is true will govern all of your decisions and your behaviors, all of them. So if you believe that you are beautiful, you are going to walk in beauty. You're going to talk in beauty. You're going to to think in beauty. You are going to dress in beauty. You are going to walk in beauty. You're going to be beauty, right? But if you don't believe you are, then you are not going to walk. You're not going to talk. You're not going to think. You're not going to be. You are not going to speak. You are not going to be these. You're not going to be beauty because that's what you believe is true. So your belief level and what you believe specifically and the detail of that is so paramount, sisters. It is so big because especially my sisters who are single, who desire to be married. And, you know, let's say you're creeping up a little bit in age. You may be 30, 32, 38, 42, 48. It doesn't matter. But whatever you believe is old or whatever you believe is, is, you know, it's starting to get too late. That's the key because it's what you believe. I've, I have friends who were, didn't get married until 43, 44 years old and had three babies. Right. And so it's what you believe, not what I believe for you, but what you believe, which is important. So what do you believe? Do you really believe that you are not going to get married? Do you really believe that your husband is not going to change ever? Do you really believe that? Because if that's what you believe, then that will govern all your decisions and your behaviors. So if you don't believe that you're going to get married, then you are not going to be even 
position yourself or put yourself in a position to be pursued. You're not going to put yourself in a position to be found. You're not going to put yourself in a position because you don't believe it. You may say it, but you don't really believe it. And as we know that maybe you don't know, but your conscious is what you think. Your subconscious is what you believe. So your subconscious will always trump your conscious. So if you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get married. I'm going to get married. And you're 38 and you're like, "Uh oh, right. And then now the doubt creeps in the unbelief. And then you keep saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get married. I'm going to get married. Yeah. I'm gonna get married. It's from 41. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get married. <gasps> right? But then you believe, oh no, I think I may be single the rest of my life. That's what you have to check. That is what you have to get in the mirror and be very, very honest with yourself. It's uncomfortable. It may make you cry. It may make you scream. It may make you get mad at God. And let me tell you, he can handle it. It is. But the thing is, you've got to be truthful. You've got to be honest. Be truthful with yourself where you are. Be truthful, ladies. Please, 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 please do this exercise. Don't just listen and let it go. Spend time, quiet time, identifying the lie looking through God's word for the truth so that you know what you need to be meditating on and saying every day and be intentional to reset your intention. This year, I will lose 50 pounds because I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. And every single thing that God has created in me will release this additional weight or whatever it is. Okay. So you've got to reset your intention. You've got to align with the truth and any little teeny tiny lie, you've got to identify it because a little teeny teeny piece of a lie cannot reside in truth because it corrupts the truth. So the lie has to be completely gone. Okay. You can't hold on a little bit. You can't hold on a teeny weeny bit. You've got to let it all go. You got to let the lie go and we've got to, to hold each other accountable. We've got to, we've got to have people in our life that we trust that love us, that, um, want, have our back, that want our, have our best at heart. We've got to have them help hold us accountable to letting go of the lie. You've got to be honest with yourself. Are you ready to let go of the lie? Are you ready to let go of the, of the tape recorder that's in your mind that tells you, oh, your, you know, your life is, you know, it's just so hard. It'll never be the same. You know, there's no good men out there. You know, you never have enough money to pay bills. What is a lie? You've got to be willing to let go of all of it for renew, for God to be able to, just even to make the room, to make the space for God to renew your mind and reset your intention for the future, for next week, for tomorrow, for the next hour, whatever it is. And it's a process. And we will over time go into more depth into each of these areas separately 
on upcoming episodes. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you a high level process that you can walk through, that you can even invite those women that are close to you, even men that are close to you that can help pull you through. If you've been stuck in the past lie year after year after year after year, and you just can't seem to let it go, you can't seem to get out of it. Share this episode with them. Share this episode with your accountability partner that's going to help you pull you through the process of releasing the, the lie, identifying it, releasing it, renewing with the truth and resetting your intention to move forward step by step by step. Okay. Ooh, so I pray that this was helpful, that this has brought has just ushered in breakthrough and revelation into your life that you have now come to a place of, oh, wow, I have been carrying that lie around for years, for decades, for months, or whatever it is, and that you are now open to releasing it and letting it go and giving it no more power, no more joy, no more time in your life. You know, I think that this year has really brought an understanding of just a reminder of how precious life is. And every single moment of the day, we have decision over, we have access over. And what we do with our time is up to us. Who we give our time to is up to us. And, um, but once that time is gone, it's gone. And so we no longer want to give time to lies, time to negativity, time to unbelief, time to fear and doubt and destruction and disappointment and rejection and shame and guilt. We no longer are going to give our time over to that. We will will focus our time on truth. We will focus our time on healing. We will focus our time on renewing our minds with the truth so that we can manifest truth in our lives by being truth. That's what we will focus on this year. So thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I absolutely adore each and every one of you. I wish I could get to know each one of you personally, because I just have a heart for for women and even men who just desire to learn more, desire to do the work to cultivate your heart for um, your cultivate your heart as a wife to for men who are listening, who just want to understand a wife. I just have a heart for you because I just believe that without knowledge and understanding, we just cannot get better. We can't do better. And so my heart is to be real, to have real conversations that are encouraging, that are uplifting, that help you and in becoming the very best version of yourself as a woman, as a wife, as a mom, as a sister, as a friend. And I just really believe that this God will usher in his, not only his presence through these podcasts, but just a, a power that will change you. And so thank you so much for continuing to listen each and every week for your comments on Instagram at wife wisdom podcast or 
on my email at hello at mrschristyjones.com. Any of these platforms, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you, how much I uh, just love the fact that you are committed, you're consistent, you um, have a desire to cultivate your heart as a wife. So thank you for joining me today. We are here each and every Monday by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are not a part of our email community, please join us. You can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash join wife wisdom and become of our become a part of our email community. You can also go to Instagram, go to at wife wisdom podcast to join our Instagram page. And you can always email me at hello at Mrs. If you are an iTunes listener and have not rated our podcast, we would love for you to rate our podcast, review it in iTunes. You can also subscribe there and Spotify if you're an Android user to get notifications of our newest episodes of the Wife Wisdom Podcast. But thank you so much again for joining. Love you with all my heart. Be well. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.